Hi, I'm Neil McCoy Ward, and I want to welcome you back to the channel today, ladies and gentlemen. In today's video, we're going to talk about a very, very serious topic, which may require you to take action on right away. We're going to go through the points, and then at the end, I'm going to give you some recommendations on what I would do if I were in your position, if you meet the criteria in this video. So what are we talking about today, then? We are talking about rising interest rates. Some people said it would never happen, and yet here we are. The UK Bank of England has just announced some pretty severe interest rate rises, which were ahead of economic forecast. The Federal Reserve, although hasn't taken any action right now, is looking as though it will be forced to take action very shortly with interest rate rises. Why is this important? Why does this matter what the Bank of England, the Fed, the ECB is doing? Because what they do, the decisions they make at their level, and remember this is a very small board of people, affects billions of people around the world, including yourself. So let's talk about point number one then, which is home loans, home mortgages. Whether you are a homeowner right now with a mortgage or whether you are a renter looking to buy a home, these interest rate rises will affect you in a detrimental, very negative way. Now, if you are in the USA, for example, on a 20 to 30 year fixed rate loan and you've got about 3%, you don't need to take any action at this stage unless you fit the criteria in point number three that we'll go over because you really have won the game here. You have got it good. But for the rest of us in Europe and other countries who cannot get um, mortgages of this length, 20, 30 years, most can only get two, five years. Um, some countries will do seven to 10 years if, of course, you meet the criteria for the loan to value. In the UK, for example, there are some seven to 10 year products, but these are very rare, and you must have about 35% of equity in the property, which a lot of people, especially younger people, simply don't have. And I just wanted to mention some of the statistics that have come out this week. And again, we are gonna talk predominantly on the USA, but some of the UK points here are really crucial because a lot of American viewers say, I'm not interested in the UK or Canadian viewers. I don't need to know this. You do need to know this because what happens in England at the Bank of England spreads in the same way that what happens at the Fed spreads to the rest of the world. So look at England, track what they're doing, and you'll see what may happen to the Federal Reserve, to the US dollar later on. So I've warned you many times before about variable rate mortgages and tracker mortgages, and yet a lot of people still don't seem to take that advice on board and seem to love these products. In fact, people love them so much that in the UK, 26% of UK home loans are on variable rates, so that's 2.2 million mortgages, of which 40% are on a tracker. Now, common sense here would say that these people would, would instantly say, right, interest rates are going up, I need to fix onto a fixed rate mortgage for say five years or, or more now. No, that's not what people are doing. In fact, almost no one, this is what the statistics say, almost no one who are on these uh, tracker rates, variable rate mortgages are jumping across to a fixed rate mortgage now because they simply don't understand the economics behind it and that soon their mortgages will go up um, significantly. Now the UK Bank of England base rate is now 0.5%. This has pushed the monthly payment up on tracker mortgages by £25.76 per month and £15.96 on normal variable rate mortgages. So an additional £309 a year may not sound a lot at this point, 
But I actually expect by towards the end of 2022, the Bank of England base rate to sit at around 1.25%. Again, people th may think that's crazy, but I'm pretty convinced that's where we're going to be towards the end of the year. So that additional 300 pounds a year will double, triple quite easily. So let me give you an example here then. Let's say you are a homeowner with an average price house of $250,000, pounds, euros, for example. Well, with this increase in the interest rate, the borrowing will have to go up by an additional 2,000 pounds, dollars, euros per year compared to the start of the year. So let's look at that 1.25%, for example, on a $250,000 pound euro mortgage could push up the price or the additional cost by around 2,000 per year. And if you have a higher priced home mortgage, let's say that's 450,000, that could go up by as much as three and a half thousand pounds, dollars, euros per year, or around 300 per month. So just think about that for a moment. Could you afford right now an additional 300 per month? If not, you know what action you need to take here because you can still get some good mortgage rates available. But I'm telling you now, these rates that are available right now are not gonna be around in six months time. I can almost 100% guarantee you of this. These rates are going to have to go up, these mortgage rates in accordance with interest rate rises. Now, if there's some sort of crazy U-turn uh, on the rate rises, I, I can't see why there would be, but if there, there were, there was some sort of a black swan or huge crash and they put the rates back to 0.1% or close to zero, then yes, mortgage rates would have to come down to increase more borrowing. That's the only sort of scenario I could see where rates could come down. Number two then is inflation and savings. I wanna to go to the shared screen here just to show you what is actually happening. So here we have the United States inflation rate at around 7%. I mean, these numbers are insane, 7%. And what did I say in a previous video? This has been driven up by M1, M2, money supply creation. People say, we can't figure out why, why this is going up, the inflation. Well, take a look at this. This is new currency that was created by the Federal Reserve and the, the government, the US government. And then people say, I can't understand why we're seeing this rise in inflation. No, no, it's a pure coincidence. What about the UK? Look at this inflation rate. Look where we're sat right now, roughly 5.8%. Is there any correlation? Oh yes, there is. More money creation yet again. And of course, this is the things that people don't talk about. So let me give you an example then. Let's say that you've got $10,000, pounds, euros, saved in the bank and you're getting 0.1% savings rate. You know, you're getting a fantastic savings rate here because they're so great at the moment, aren't they? In fact, let's be even more generous. Let's say that you're getting 1% on your savings because some people are getting 1%. Some people are getting 2% if they lock their money away until they're you know, 120 years old. But let's just say then that you're getting this 1% on your 10,000 in the bank. Well, how much is that a year? Well, it, it's only 100, 100 pounds, dollars, euros. That's all you're getting on that saving per year. And let's just look at inflation here. Let's just say inflation is 7%. That means that your 10,000 is only worth 9,300 by the end of the year. Ah, but you're getting 1% interest. That makes it worth 9,400 in terms of purchasing power. 
What do I mean by that? The number is still the same. The 10,000 is still the same. Although you would add on another 100, 10,100. But the purchasing power of those pounds, dollars, euros, whatever, is now only 9,400. Your money is being eaten away by inflation. Your purchasing power, some people have saved their whole life and your purchasing power is being just eaten away by this inflation and the wealth divide is getting bigger and bigger. The rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer. Money is never destroyed. You have to remember that it's simply transferred. So where is your money going to? It's being transferred. So let's move on to point number three then. Again, this is the most important point of the video and that is loans and credit cards. Now let's go back to the shared screen a moment because I want to show you something here. This is the US national debt at the moment. $30 trillion, it's just passed for the first time in history. $30 trillion of which $240,000 of that is your responsibility according to the government. Now let me show you the next thing which is debt and interest. Student loan debt, almost $1.8 trillion or almost $40,000 per student. Total personal debt, $21.3 trillion. That is the personal debt for Americans. To me, that is mind-boggling. Credit card debt, $1 trillion. And this is what worries me the most. How people can have a trillion dollars in credit card debt is, is beyond me. So of course, if you have a loan, you have credit cards at the moment, you have a lot of debt on it, please, do yourself a huge favor and start paying that down as quickly as you can. Because if you don't, I think you're really gonna come to live to regret that decision in however many years time. Because I believe that we're on the brink of not good economic times ahead. And of course, interest rates ties into this because when you raise interest rates, you make debt more expensive. This then drains liquidity from the markets it makes the debt of companies more expensive. You may think my, my job is safe, I'm safe, I've worked at this company a long time. Just go back and look at what happened in the 08 crisis. Look at what happened in the Great Depression and, and, and situations since then. What do employers cut first when they have more debt, when interest rates go up? It's staff, it's employees. So some people just kicking this can down the road with your personal debt. To me, that's crazy. Uh, please don't do that, get it paid off. And look, what do we, we've already come up with a solution to this for some of you. Now, not all of you will be in this position, but if you're in the position where you're a homeowner, your home has gone up in, you know, by a lot of value recently, you could actually refinance at very low rates, 3%, whatever you can get. You can take that and consolidate it to pay off some of your high interest debt. Because believe me, there's nothing worse than having a loan on a high APR or a credit card on an insane APR and you can't make the payment because you've been laid off and you thought you could you know, just kick this down the road all the time and pay it off later. Just look at your debt levels and start to take some action today. So thank you for listening today. I hope I've convinced you to take some sort of action on your personal finances. If you enjoyed this video, please subscribe to the channel, give me a thumbs up and leave me a comment. What did you think to the shorter format videos that I'm gonna be doing a lot more of? Thank you, take care, God bless, and I'll see you next time.